Welcome to My Runner's Mind, where we run with gratitude towards a life of happiness and gratefulness. I'm your host, Stina Turgeon, and I believe that as runners, we're uniquely positioned to choose gratitude over negativity. Running itself is so badass, and each run offers multiple opportunities to turn a potentially negative thought or feeling into a positive one. Tune in as I'll share behind the scenes of what goes into my 12-week program, My Runner's Mind, which is mindset and spiritual coaching for women runners who know that they're ready to shift away from the shoulds and ought tos in their running routine and replace them with want and desire to live a happier and more balanced life. Are you ready? Let's go! Hi friends, runners. Maybe you're dreaming about becoming a runner. Maybe you ask yourself if you're really a runner. Either way, welcome to episode 88. Before I get going on today's topic, I want to share one of the podcast reviews the show has gotten. It says, great info, five stars. Stina gives amazing tips and insight on how to improve your mindset around your running so you can truly enjoy each and every run. Highly recommend. Thank you, Kelly, for leaving a review. You guys' feedback makes it so much more worth doing. So the topic of the episode today is when we secretly dread our runs. Let's imagine that you're a type A personality. You do all the right things. You know, the exercise, you eat the healthy food. Maybe you have a one weekly cheat day. You work your job, of course. You take care of your family, both the two-legged or and the four-legged kind or whatever type of pets you have. Basically, you're a giver and a doer for the people and pets that you love in your life. You set the alarm clock even on weekends so that you can fit your run or your cross training in around the rest of your family's schedule because you want to be there for them. And so basically you're checking all the right boxes. And so you feel when you end up on the couch at night in front of the TV that you've earned your downtime, right? All your check boxes of the to-dos of the day are a testament to you getting things done. Yay, right? But then, why is it that you spend two-thirds of your week in a funk, uninspired? Why is it your internal dialogue seems demotivating? Like it's putting you down? Seems to yell at you for not doing more? For not running faster? Or for not running farther? Because You're doing all the right things. Where are you? I recently heard this quote by Eckhart Tolle, and I'm not sure how I've missed it for so many years. It goes like this. What we fight, we strengthen. What we resist, persists. End of quote. And in this quote lies the answers, or lies the answer to our dilemma. If you found yourself nodding along with my previous rundown of a day, chances are you're living your life from a I have to, I should, I ought to approach rather than I get to, I want to. Light bulb moment, right? And although on a conscious level, we might be fully on board with the concept of pivoting our focus to more of a the glass is half full concept. 
actually living our life according to this concept is a whole different story because it requires letting go of some deeply held beliefs. Beliefs such as, like, my happiness depends on the number on the scale or the size of my pants. Or, my joy and happiness comes, in large parts, from other people praising what I do and me doing more and more for them. You might be thinking that those are not my beliefs. I don't believe that. But I challenge you to reconsider, to dig deeper, and notice if that if that's really what is going on, or maybe a variation over the beliefs I mentioned earlier. Way to assess this is to ask yourself why you run in the first place. And then notice the answer that comes up. Are those answers externally motivated? Are you noticing that you're using shoulds, ought tos as a reason for running? Do you notice how those thoughts cause resistance in you? Like somebody, maybe yourself, is trying to force you to run. So going back to Eckhart Tolle's quote, when we find ourselves forcing something on ourselves, we invariably fight against it. And then we're strengthening our resistance towards it. All from our thoughts around it. You might feel that running is full of reminders of your limitations. Slow speed, unattainable distance, tight hips, sore knees, aching feet, mental boredom, so forth. And so you secretly hate running. But you do it because you ought to, you should, because it's good for you. And you like the level of fitness it gives you. If you're ready to break free of this loop, I have a suggestion. Actually, two. Two suggestions for you. Number one, find a really good reason for why you're running in the first place. And so what do I mean by good? Well, it has to light you up, aka it has to excite you. Otherwise, you'll never become the runner you have the potential to become. If you're running because you should run, I'm just going to say it. You're running for the wrong reason. And instead, I invite you to find the reason why you run. And as I prepared for this episode, I realized that I'm somewhat biased. I've been doing a lot of self-development, mindset work, journaling, and so forth over the last five or more years. And so I'm very accustomed to inquiring my mind. And maybe you're not so much. And so if it's a stretch to get anything when you ask yourself, why do I run? Try it this way instead. Go from your goal. Do you have a running goal currently? Is it a distance goal? A pace goal? Or maybe a frequency goal? As in how many times a week do you want to run? Or maybe it's something else. But once you've identified your goal, ask yourself why it matters. Why is it important to you to reach this goal? Or how will you feel when you achieve this goal? And why is that important to you? The more we can connect 
to our why on an emotional level, now positive emotional level, I should say, the more motivated and inspired we're going to feel when it comes time to go for our run. And this way, you'll move beyond dreading your runs. In the last six months or so, I've really been reveling. Yes, I said reveling. (laughs) And the fact that running feels exciting, despite running five or six days a week and some 30, 34 miles a week, it still feels exciting. I recently shared how even missing my scheduled morning run had me just switch to PM running that day and how easy it felt going with the flow while still staying true to my running goals. I'm telling you, it's it's such a shift and it's so incredible when it feels this way because this was not always the case for me. In fact, straying from my routine, whether it was deliberate or because my alarm didn't go off, was often anxiety-inducing for me. I was very dependent on my schedule. All my little check marks in my boxes of things to accomplish. So I encourage you, give this a try for yourself when you notice dread creeps into your running routine. And definitely try it if you're a runner who secretly hates running. Option number two is to join me for my Running Aligned Body and Mind Women's Retreat this summer. I have available spots in June, July, and August. And at the Running Aligned Body and Mind five-day retreat, I'll show you how you can love running and make it a vital and enjoyable part of your life. You'll join me for three runs with breathtaking, striking views of the Bighorn Mountains here in Wyoming, and you'll reignite your love for running. I'll teach you the tools to create a mind-body connection while running so you can feel the transformational power of running aligned body and mind. And you'll take these skills home and implement them while running at home. I just think this is incredible. I remember when I first got into running, promising myself that I wanted to run races in gorgeous locations, right? Kind of a runcation kind of thing. I'm sure you know about all this. It was kind of an excuse to weave a little travel in while running. And while it's fun to travel to a race, I traveled and ran Big Sur last year, for instance. I think sharing Five days experiencing runs on gorgeous trails, as well as mindfulness and wellness activities created to help me unplug and connect deeper to myself, all with a small group of women who are here for the same reason as me, lights me up even more now than running or traveling for a race. So summer will be here sooner than we know it, even though right now in February, it's winter. We're still deep in the winter. And so if this is for you, I encourage you to make your plans now. 
one of the six retreats is already booked. Follow the links in the show notes. Email me if you have any questions. All right, that's it, runner friend. If this episode resonated, leave a review, share it on social media, and tag me. My wish for you this week is that you run happy. I'd like to tell you about a very special event I'm offering this summer. If you enjoy listening to this podcast and you're ready to feel happier, more confident, and empowered while running, I invite you to join me this summer at the Running Align Body and Mind Women's Retreat right here in North Central Wyoming at the foothills of the majestic Bighorn Mountains. I'll personally work with you to help you how to take the chore out of running. The retreat will teach you that running can be a vital and enjoyable part of your life. But most importantly, the five-day in-person experience will help you connect to you. To learn more, see the link in our show notes. So if running is our practice ground and we can turn every experience into fuel, then we can transfer it to the rest of our life and positively impact our whole world. Just one run at a time.